This is an All Ears English podcast episode 1289. Start a monumental conversation with these English phrases. Welcome to the All Ears English podcast, downloaded more than 130 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection. With your American host, Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer, and Michelle Kaplan, the New York radio girl, coming to you from Los Angeles and New York City, USA. And to get weekly transcripts delivered to your email inbox, go to allearsenglish.com slash subscribe. you want to have more substantive conversations with native speakers about big historical events? Today, get four phrases that will help you talk about the big events in the world and what they mean for our future. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Hey, Jessica, how are you feeling today? Fearless? <laughs> I, <laughs> um, yeah, I am not afraid of anything today because it is a comfortable day and I get to talk to you, which yeah. I'm totally not afraid of <laughs> because I know you, yeah. right? I don't have to interact with anybody scary today. <laughs> <laughs> right. I love that. But the question is, how can we feel that fearlessness even when we have to talk to someone new? Right? Exactly. Maybe we have to start a conversation cold, someone we don't know at all. And that can be nerve-wracking. Oh, yeah. Um, I've I met a bunch of new moms a couple weeks ago, and I was a little nervous before that because I only knew one or two people, and I was like, what are we gonna talk about? <laughs> um, it doesn't matter what language you're speaking, any new situation can cause anxiety but especially if you're putting another like pressure on there of it not being your first language then that's a whole different ball game oh my god it's huge and, and that's why Jessica we decided to focus our first web class of the year in 2020 Woo-hoo! on this concept of the fearless formula right which we have yes. created which what is the fearless formula the fearless formula, you guys. Oh my gosh, this is so fun. I had so much fun like thinking about this. Okay, yeah. so the fearless formula is a three-step strategy for you guys to feel confident, lose your fear in mm-hmm. any new conversation. I know. That's so good. I mean, we've heard from so many of you guys that one of your biggest challenges and the moment in which you just get scared and curl back is when you have to start that new conversation, especially with that person you don't know. Maybe you're at a party, you're in an academic situation. You have to be able to initiate these conversations and you can, right, Jessica? Totally. Or like professionally. Yeah. Right. I know a lot of our students, they write in and they're like, I have to use English in my job. This is causing me great anxiety. I feel like I can't progress in my career because my English isn't good enough, right? And you know what, guys? 
It's not about your level of English. It's mm-hmm. about your confidence. So yeah, keep learning more and more language with us for sure. But in this web class, you're going to figure out how to find the confidence and have a specific strategy you can depend on in any situation. I love it. So guys, don't miss it. It's the first web class of the year. And you guys know when you come to these web classes, they are live. They are not recorded. So you mark your calendar. So you make sure you don't miss it. And you get to ask questions at the end. Plus, there's always a cool bonus that you would not get if you weren't there right? Exactly. Exactly, guys. So sign up, grab your spot now. First All Ears English web class of the year. Very (laughs) exciting. So go to allearsenglish.com forward slash no fear. Yeah, go there, guys. I love that link. You like that link. That's a good link because that's what we want to help you guys get to in 2020. Jessica, 2020 is going to be such a good year. We're doing so many big things at All Ears English. (laughs) So many big things, you guys. Stay with us for the whole year. I mean, I know you will because you guys are awesome (laughs) listeners and fans, but yeah, we have so many great ideas and we (laughs) have gotten the ball rolling on a lot of things. Definitely. (laughs) Definitely. But today, Jessica, we're talking about something heavy, right? Not necessarily in a bad way, but something monumental, (laughs) right? I love that adjective. That's a good adjective. That's a good IELTS adjective too, by the way, isn't It it? It is totally. Ooh, guys, even if you're not taking the exam or thinking about taking it in the next year, mm-hmm. you guys should be listening to IELTS mm-hmm. Energy. Mm-hmm. For sure. For sure. Go over and search wherever you listen to podcasts. Search for IELTS Energy Podcast and hit subscribe now, guys. So um, in our Facebook group, in the closed up Facebook group we have for students in the Connected Communicator course, um, one of our most prolific posters, Stephen Lynn, shout out to Stephen. Um, he says that he's watching the show Madam Secretary and he heard a phrase she used and he was wondering about what it meant. So she said, a mistake of historical proportions. So that's a lovely phrase, historical proportions. What does that mean here? So something that happens, right, a choice or a mistake in this case that essentially changes the course of history, right? I mean, if you think Mm -hmm. about it on a small scale in your life, there are little decisions we make every day that change our lives, right? But imagine on a worldly level, right, decisions that leaders can make uh, that literally could change the course of the future, So that's what that means. Yeah, exactly. And this is, I think it's often used with mistake. You know what I mean? Mm. Like um, a mistake of historical proportions. I guess we could make it positive and achievement of historical proportions, but that's not as common. I would say the collocation is more so with like this idea of a mistake. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I think you're right. It definitely has a bit of a tone of uh, impending doom. (laughs) Yes, totally. Oh my gosh, there's so much great vocab here. And I guess we could say like um, a, so it's all about scale, right? That's what we're talking about today. Like these phrases that are describing things that are so enormous, Mm -hmm. right? Like changing the course of history, affecting thousands, if not millions of people. But we could make it smaller depending on our word choice. We could say a life changing mistake of historical proportions. I think we could 
say that if it's like altering the course of your life. Mm. Well, for sure. And also I love this because you guys know we've done episodes on the fact that Americans and American English do like to exaggerate a little bit yes. and make things <laughs> big in our speech. So this would be a characteristic of the way that an American would speak typically, right? You might make it totally. huge and use one of these big terms that generally applies to world events and make it about your own life. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's funny. Um, so another phrase to describe something that might affect the whole world mm -hmm. um, would be on a global scale. So scale, proportion, right? We're talking yep. about the size of something. So yeah. on a global scale, it's going to be something that affects the world. So yeah. often we're talking about um, like environmental issues, yeah, right? That's what I was thinking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like global warming. Um, this is being experienced on a global scale would be like everybody is seeing the effects of this. Yeah. And to be more specific, just to go back to the other phrase, historical proportions, I'm thinking specifically about Trump pulling out of the Paris Climate Accord, right? So that oh particular gosh. action could be considered a mistake of historical proportions, depending on when or if we get back into it, depending on what happens in the next election, right? So things yeah. like that, guys, these are conversations that you want to start having at your level. Our goal is to bring you to that level where you can have these conversations about politics. Don't step away from it right? In our country, at least, we need to be talking about politics to understand the other side, the other opinion, I think. For sure. For sure. Guys, I'm going to challenge you right now. There are two ways that you can use this phrase, historical proportion. We could talk about it in a reflective way, right? Mm -hmm. So think about your country's history, guys. Mm. Like what is a, what is an action that altered the course of history? Oh. A mistake of historical proportions in your opinion, right? So yeah. think about it. Take a note, write it down. So that's the reflective use. But then also a speculative use would be look around at stuff that's happening right now, right? Do you think it's going to affect the future? Is this going to change future on like a global scale? Then you could say, to my mind, I think this is a mistake of historical proportions because, and then that's like guessing about the future, right? So two yeah. ways we could use that, guys. But definitely like write it down, like take notes on your ideas yeah. and then try to use these ideas when you talk to anybody in English, a friend, a coworker. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Yeah, I love this because it lets us bring our English out of the classroom, right? That's that's the whole point. That's It's about connection. Yeah. How can we take our, our English out of the classroom, out of the textbook and into our evening? Maybe we're at a bar talking about politics with someone. Maybe we're having a, fam a, a dinner, like a community dinner, and we want to broach the topic. Over the weekend, I actually saw that. I think maybe you recommended this movie, Jessica, The, the Boy in the Striped Pajamas. Have, did 
Did you no. recommend? No, someone uh-uh, else did. Okay. It. It's based on a book and it's based on the story of a boy who was the son of a, a Nazi leader and oh, they lived close yeah. to a, a, a camp. Um, and I won't tell you what happens at the end, but it is like, it really shakes you that movie. And I bet oh, it would be goodness. a really good book. So it's these kinds of heavy topics that we are talking about when we use this kind of language, right? Yeah. Oh, for sure, guys. Um, we do talk about this stuff all the time. It's not just like, oh, how's the weather? How's it right, going? What did you do sure. this weekend? Yeah. Um, I'm reading a book right now called The Huntress, and it's also sort of post-World War II, mm-hmm. um, but so much in pop culture and entertainment and movies is has to do with the effects of World War II or stories yeah. during the war. Um, and I think that period of history definitely a lot of these phrases today we use to describe that era. Yeah, and I think other cultures do a better job of linking the present to the past. You know what I mean? I think American culture... Think so? and I, I think so. I think our communication style is very linked kind of in the present and the future in terms of the way that we speak and articulate it. But I think other cultures are better. It's because we're a young culture. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, our yeah. country is very young <laughs> compared to everybody else. And yeah. We know it, guys. We know it. Um, all right, so... If we want to take this on a more positive way, a more general phrase that could be negative or positive, right? Because I feel like the first two are often used to to talk about negative effects, right? So what's a phrase we could use to be more positive? We could say something shapes the future, right? I I, I like this to describe ideas or education, right? Mm -hmm. Like shaping the future, shaping the the minds of young people, right? Shaping a future of tolerance tolerance and sympathy or, you know, like trying to say, we want to do these things now. So we set ourselves up better for the future. Mm, Yeah. I love that. Or maybe talking about a generation, like the way a generation will shape the future. Um, yeah, this is definitely can be very aspirational and positive for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and also trends, right? Um, like technology, we could say Apple is shaping the future of design or right so you could use this for specific trends as well I think welcome to 2020 it's going to be an awesome year for connection at all ears English if you are new to all ears English then make sure that you don't miss any bonus episodes by hitting subscribe now also leave us a review to tell us what you think about the show thanks guys I love that. I love that. So those so far, guys, we've got historical proportions on a global scale and to shape the future. Is there a fourth one that we want to share with our listeners today? Yes. And this is also sort of like a massive reflective look at history, guys. You're going to have some deep conversations, guys. Please (laughs) use these phrases. Um, Alter the course of history. So to change the course of history, right? Um, World wars altered the course of history. Any massive event that totally shook things up and changed the way things were going. Yeah. It's always funny how during these events, everyone always remembers exactly where they were and what they were doing like um when yeah for example in our generation I think it's 9-11 like I remember exactly where I was and when I saw the first time I saw the tv 
Uh, I was in my on co- my college campus. I was in college, a sophomore in college, and I walked into the student center and I remembered seeing on that TV just a, I saw the replay of the planes going into the building and thinking, oh my God, is this some kind of a joke? Like, what is this? Yeah. Where were you, Jessica? Um, I was in uh, my basement apartment in Tucson, Arizona, <laughs> uh, third year of college. <laughs> I do. I remember it so clearly, guys, because we were staring at the TV and literally thinking like, is this is this a joke? Is this real? Mm. And then slowly coming to the realization that history was being altered. Yeah, right. For like sure. in real time, I am seeing something that is changing the world right now. Um, yeah. And my mom was living in New York at the time, and I remember like seeing this on the news on TV in my cold little basement apartment, and then trying to call my mom, and I couldn't get through because all the phone lines were jammed. Right. right? right. Like you could. Yes, I remember that in such great detail. Mm. Did your mom work near Wall? Street or where no, did she? No, no, okay. no. She was in Queens. Okay. But just knowing that she was close yeah. at all, right? Mm, like, for sure. who knows? What if she was running an errand or like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. So just being very worried and finally getting through to her like six hours later and being like, yeah. oh my gosh, are you okay? Oh, that's so, I remember um, my college is in Virginia, which is quite close to Washington, D.C. And we always forget that the oh. Pentagon also got hit. Yeah, <laughs> um, And so a lot of people on my campus, their parents actually worked uh, in the Pentagon or that area, like across the street from the Pentagon. Uh, and so I just remember wow. how quiet um, the campus was that day. Like no one wow. was talking, is walking up and down campus walk, right? You just hear nothing. You could hear a pin drop. It was so quiet that there was so much, so I guess, sadness and reflection. So yeah, so crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. And you know, every generation, I think has has something like this. Mm-hmm. Has mm-hmm. an event where, like us, we it was it it was. It was such an event of global scale that we can remember exactly where we were, what we were doing, what we Mm -hmm. did after, what we thought about, like all of these details. Um, And I'm wondering for other generations. So for our parents' generation, it would have been like, where were they when um, Kennedy got shot? Exactly. Right. Or when Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. I think they all remember that too. Mm -hmm. Um, And this is this is smaller, but another one for our generation is the OJ chase in Uh. the white Bronx. (laughs) and I don't and I don't think that's not that's not a global scale thing but as far as like our culture goes on a Mm. national scale it definitely was an event of um historical proportions on a national scale (laughs) whenever I see a car chase in LA which I feel like they happen a lot I always think of that one OJ Simpson like I I I was in I was in um an Airstream trailer at Lake Almanor with my mom and dad and my dad like wouldn't stop watching this he was like watching this chase for hours on TV like for some reason I just remember all the details of where I was at that time too yeah it's so funny because that whole uh, saga was brought into the classroom as well like I remember we watched I think I was in seventh or eighth grade we watched the OJ Simpson trial on TV in school you did yeah it was brought into our curriculum somehow or probably not very well but we did Yeah, we watched it. I guess they were trying to teach us about the judicial system in the U.S., maybe. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't think the lessons you were going to learn from that trial would have been necessarily positive. Guys, if you're like if you have questions about what we're talking about right now, there are a couple. There's a documentary and also a fictionalized version series of this event. And I. 
it sounds small because you're talking about like, oh, there was a trial. He was a football player. But it really did echo and have up. reverberations through society through in the judicial system and how people thought about race, how people thought about a lot of stuff. Exactly. The, the echoes of this are huge, actually. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would encourage you guys to search that stuff out on Netflix. The documentary is really good. But then also um, the fictionalized version with Cuba Gooding Jr. I think it's called American Crime Story. OJ Simpson or something but you guys can find it (laughs) no this is great and I also want to encourage our listeners you know what I think would be really cool if our listeners could come back to our blog and let us know in the comments of this episode it's 1289 let us know about one event in your world whether it's in your country whether it's in your mind like something to you that was monumental that changed uh altered the course of history what is that event to you okay yeah that would be really cool to hear people's perspective you know, I love it. I love using this as a reflection exercise, guys. It's not just about vocab, obviously, but vocab does matter. Right. Mm-hmm. And this is how you guys can show us how big this was using amazing vocabulary, getting deeper into this historical reflection. Yes, I would love to hear, guys, what do you think altered the course of your nation's history or something that happened um, in your nation that maybe uh, had effects on a global scale? Definitely, guys, use this vocab and leave us a comment. Yes, I can't wait to hear it. All right. And guys, don't forget, go and sign up for that Fearless Formula web class. Do not miss it because, again, this is the kind of conversation you want to have in life. This is the kind of connections you want to build. And to be able to do those, you need to be able to drop your fear. We'll show you how to do it in that web class. Go to allearsenglish.com slash no fear. Awesome. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So much fun stuff. All right, Lindsay. Thanks for this um, amazing conversation today. I know. Turned out to be a really good one, Jessica. Very fun. (laughs) I'll talk to you very soon. Have a good one. All right. You too. Bye. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening to All Ears English. If you are taking IELTS this year, get your estimated band score with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash my score. And if you believe in connection, not perfection, then hit subscribe now to make sure you don't miss anything. See you next time.